The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It is uh, 3.07 as the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News broadcast live from the 6.30 Chet Information Center at the 2018 Grey Cup Festival. And if you come by and see us right now, there's so much going on. So we're at the, the trailer pretty much right when you come in. That's right. Can't right miss us. from the Tim Hortons. They've given away thousands of cups of coffee <laughs> today, by the way. Um, there's a, a Plinko game going on. Outside of our trailer? Yeah. Okay. You can win uh, mini footballs and mittens and uh, enter to win Michael Buble tickets. Also, you can enter to win tickets to the official Grey Cup after party featuring the rec laws at Cook County. Nice. Uh, we also have the uh, Global News Selfie Station, so you can uh, get in on that. And don't forget about this. Remember, um, oh, they, they had done it during... What was they did? They had done it during the Global News All In. They done the the video on the the one day and the going to the football game. Oh yeah, that's you right. Remember? Yeah, they're doing it again uh, this time. So they're doing it again for 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 this. So what we're asking you to do is is record your experience down here. Remember to hold your camera sideways. <laughs> that's right. Not up and down. For broadcast quality, yeah, we for you need the. Yeah, it should be wider than it is tall. And then, uh, sh- then share your video video at hashtag GN All In GN All In, and then watch Global News between November twenty second and twenty fifth to see if uh, your video makes the cut. There you go. If you're headed down to the Grey Cup or the 2018 Grey Cup Festival, and as Jay just mentioned, you won't miss us as you walk in. The 6:30 Chad Information Center is right at the front doors of it. Uh, keeping in mind that it's quite nice out there right now. It's about six degrees down here for the football game. Itself on Sunday, if you're still debating uh, whether or not you're uh, going to take your buddy up on that offer to have uh, to share tickets, it's going to be a good day for football. Cloudy and minus two is uh, the expected high. There could be. Uh periods of pockets of snow, but mm-hmm. that's sort of been removed from the forecast at this point, so it looks as though it might be snow-free and just cloudy, minus two. little hot chocolate will uh, fix that up right away, so it's going to be a good afternoon. Make sure, make sure you have something for your um, your backside. Like a cushion to sit on, or do you know those? That's, you got to go. You got to put something on your on your. Yeah, on your you're you're thinking from a warmth. Yeah, on a warmth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the chairs are actually quite comfortable since they replaced oh, yeah, them all. Yeah, comfortable. It's just after a while sitting there, and, it, and as much even if it's six degrees out, after a while it does get a little chilly. Absolutely. So you. So want, you- uh, you know as well, of course, uh, it's going to be sold out. The Grey Cup always mm-hmm. is, and they're going to pack them in there as they do. So, you know, can we just throw it out there as well? Let's be good neighbors to the people beside, in front, and behind us. Uh, you know, of course, if you want to have a, a beer or something like that, that's good. Let's not be spilling it on the guy. Let's not be knocking the chair ahead of us. Let's uh, not hold up signs that block view. Let's not do any of that. Yeah. We're all there. Everyone's going to be there for a good time. And, of course, remember the folks who live around the stadium. Yes, let's be respectful well. to them as well. Yep. Uh, we had been talking about... Um, um, you know that 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 gift that that you mm-hmm. remember, and uh, because a lot of folks are finding things really really stressful, and eighty percent of us willing to go into debt to get that perfect gift, and sometimes we just think it's too much. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon, absolutely fantastic, and you can get a hold of us as usual yep. at six thirty six thirty. Yeah, here's a great text uh, popped out at me. Think about the gift used the most as your best gift. Mine was the top of the line table hockey game. Remember those uh, between uh, the rare dad son time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
the Mortal Haps Leaves Battles. I think he's talking about those metal ones. And my, my yeah, brothers yeah. and I played those all the time. And they typically came with those two teams, with Montreal and Toronto, uh, folding it and carrying it up uh, down the block for neighborhood tournaments. I probably played a couple of thousand games over five or six years. Uh, go Stampeder, says Robert. Uh, from Tomahawk George, he says, I remember watching my father work night after night making me a pair of pond hockey goalie <laughs> pads out of burlap and straps from an old leather suitcase. It was a great Christmas. After years of pointless gifts, uh, our family of six adults now has to make a gift for whoever they get after we pull names. We have that wonderful, simple gift of homemade mittens, birdhouse candles, etc. And these are all cherished as they are the only gifts we get and know how much love went into choosing what to actually uh, make them on our own. And I, this one, I don't know. I'll never forget opening my bionic woman, Jamie <laughs> Summers doll, ha-ha, and my Barbie hairstyling head. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I found it, you know, and really it's kind of foggy now. I'm, I'm an old man. I don't, don't really remember. But I do remember on those occasions where there was that one thing that I really wanted um, that it often didn't meet my expectations when I got it. And I know that was the case as a dad oh, yeah. as well, right? Um, I'm trying to think of it was Molly and uh, the big comfy couch and and I think it was Maddie that just had to have this Molly doll and they were sold out everywhere and I I ended up finding it while out in Toronto just days before Christmas and I bought it and I I can't recall her ever playing with it and it was sometimes you know and I don't want to get into this too much but sometimes TV and I would imagine these days um, the internet as well just programs kids to believe that there is something that they really, really want. But as adults, like I said earlier, when you look back at what you played with the most, mm-hmm. mine was a little train set that wasn't even uh, HO scale. It was smaller than that. They came on a preset styrofoam platform and just went in a circle. And I played with that thing, oh my goodness, for hours and days. And I love just watching that train go around in a circle. Um, and just remember, if you are getting delivers, deliveries to your house, there's more and more of, uh, reports of people snitching stuff off the front stairs. How sad is that? Uh, out of Michigan today, they're, they're showing a picture, actually. They're calling her the female Grinch. Uh, a, a suspect who they said has been stealing packages off uh, doorsteps in an entire neighborhood. Yeah, she's been following around, as they often do, the FedEx guy. And so she just drives around behind the truck, waits for him to deliver, and then goes to the front door. But in this day and age, and I'm thankful for this, so many people have uh, ring cameras yeah. or, or doorbell cameras of some nature. And in this particular case, it was actually the neighbor's ring doorbell camera that picked it up from the side. So both doors were on the side of the house. So (laughs) just with the motion, it was her neighbor that actually saw this woman. She's now been arrested and charged. And you know what? We oftentimes criticize the nature of social media or the the downside of the internet and, and that kind of thing. But this is an area in which it really excels. When somebody has done something like that and it goes up on social media, who is this person? It doesn't take long for somebody to say, I know exactly who that person is. Yeah, bingo. And I know. And you know what? Is, and, and listen, people are going to criticize me for this, but you know, who cares? It bothers me sometimes, and I know there shouldn't be a difference, but in my mind there is. It bothers me when I see these videos and, you know, there, there goes the FedEx truck, right? And then up she pulls in her car and blatantly just brazenly goes to the the door grabs the box loads in her trunk and drives away the second time i look at it you know what i'm looking at her car i'm looking at her car going 
That's well, a nice car. It's a nice car. Why do you need to snitch? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that there's ever a reason to steal, but I do understand desperation and I'm not condoning it, but I understand it. But sometimes you look at that and you go, that is a really, actually quite a decent car you're driving. You know, like, I don't know what my point is. It just seems like, really, hey? There's people who can't afford transit and, you, you know, have not stolen from anybody. You can afford a car, gas, insurance, registration, and you're driving around the neighborhood stealing people's packages. What do we say? Don't be a dink. That's it. There you go. 3.15 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Uh, we'll continue the conversation from the 6.30 Chet Information Center at the 2018 Grey Cup Festival right after this. The Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Live from the Grey Cup Festival. Brought to you by Nate Continuing Education. Visit nate.ca slash coned. I'm not sure if we're laughing at the same thing. I think we might have gotten to the uh, same line in a story. I, I think so as well because I know... Because- they take it very, very seriously. seriously. That's exactly what I yep. just snorted at as we were coming back. Because any time that a company says that, of course, for you and I, it jumps yes. right off the page, right? So you might have heard about this. Amazon uh, had a major data breach, and uh, it happened, of course, at the... I mean, there's not a good time for this, but at the worst time for it, right before Black Friday. But here's the thing. Um, it's not the kind of data breach that you typically hear about. So nobody broke into Amazon and stole private information. Amazon themselves, through a Glitch accidentally on their website posted the names and email addresses of some of their clients. So if you're wondering if you're involved, I'm going to say no, because unless you've already gotten an email from Amazon, um, you were not yeah. one of the names yeah, or email if, addresses. If you, if you haven't heard, don't worry about it. Yeah, that. exactly right. Uh, so they did put out a statement, uh, it, you know, and as I say, it was a glitch somewhere, not to say that that's not, uh, you know, bad or important, but uh, our names, some names were up with email addresses and Amazon saying, our website inadvertently disclosed your email address. This is what your email would have read if you got one. Uh, inadvertently disclosed your email address or name and email address due to a technical error. The issue has now been fixed. This is not a result of anything you have done, and there's no need for you to change your password or take any other action. Uh, the impacted customers have all now been contacted, and then Amazon went on to say, Amazon takes all security-related matters very seriously, and your account security is our top priority. We have policies and security measures in place to ensure your personal information remains secure. But it's funny because some security experts are saying, no, despite what Amazon is telling you, when your information is out there in any amount, whether it's completely out there, passwords exposed, not exposed, doesn't matter. When you've been breached in any way, change your password. Mm -hmm. And really, that's good advice to anybody on a regular basis anyway. You should be changing your password every 30 or 60 days or so. And even if you do, you know, and I know it's hard to remember all these passwords. And even if you don't want to use an app, which I don't, to keep your passwords safe, I, I don't do it. Come up with a method that you always put in whatever, like the... Put in your regular password and then add to it the day that you always change it or, you know, like something that you'll be able to remember it every time or what the next holiday is going to be or, you know, something that in your mind, this is, I always remember that it's my regular password plus mm-hmm. this and then this symbol. Always put a symbol in as well. 
and you'll be fine. But it is funny, hey? That's exactly what I yeah, looked they at. They take it very seriously. They take, well, not as, that seriously, or it wouldn't have happened. As always. Um, laughed at this one today, and it took me back because I've told you that my daughter-in-law is in the process of getting her... Uh, she's going through driver training here. She's in, in the process of... Yeah, she has her driver's license here, but she came from Japan. Mm-hmm. She hadn't driven in Japan in years and years and years and years and years and years. And years. So yeah. now she's going through driving school. Um, there's a story out of Germany today, and think about it. When you first started driving, when you first got behind the wheel, I remember, yeah. were you pretty nervous or were you one of those people that were super confident right away? My brother was super confident right away and he was driving like, you know, a bit of a jerk. Let's be honest. Well, you know, before you tell the folks the story, I don't know if everyone does this. But I remember when I first got my license and my dad said I could take the car on my own yeah. because I was now a licensed driver. And we didn't have graduated licenses in PEI. Mm-hmm. So you either had your license or you didn't. I remember driving over to my buddy's house to show him that I was now had a car and a license. Well, not a car. I had my dad's car and a license. And I sped over. And I, I remember pulling up in front of his house and thinking to myself, okay, what's it going to be? Are you going to be a good driver or a bad driver? I remember having that conversation with myself. Mm. And I'm not certainly a perfect driver by any stretch of the imagination, yeah. but I thought, I'm going to use my signals. I'm going to stay within the speed yeah. limit, you know, the things like that. And I think I might have been a little luckier in, in the sense that I was... I was older. I didn't get my driver's license until I was 21. I didn't mm. have my first vehicle until I was 28. So I didn't even have a vehicle of my own till I was almost 30. Right. So you and look at it was, differently. Yeah, I just looked at it completely different differently. So this kid, German teenager, um, he had uh, written his driver's license passed, and then 55 zero minutes later, pulled over and got nailed for speeding. He lost his driver's license just 50 minutes after passing his exam. Uh, Police say the young guy had uh, four friends in the vehicle at the time, and they speculate that he was trying to impress his passengers. He now faces a driving ban, fines, and will have to go through, they they say, expansive retraining (laughs) in order to uh, obtain his license again. You know, it's funny because I saw that story and I thought to myself, Germany, well, don't they have the Autobahn? There is no speed limit on the Autobahn. Mm. So if you were, and I don't recommend it, but if you thought to yourself, well, now that I'm a licensed driver, I want to really go to the Autobahn, buddy. What are you, don't be doing it down the street. I don't know exactly where he was from, though. um, And Trevor says, oh, so you've only had a car for a couple of years then, Jay? Thanks, Trevor. Ah, Trev. Sweetie. Yeah, (laughs) no, I, uh, and again, when I moved to Regina, I needed a vehicle. Um, and so I ended up with my little Toyota Tercel that I drove for the longest, longest time. You remember your first car? That was it? It was a Toyota Tercel. Her name was Maggie. Well, uh, I was going to say women named the cars, but so do guys. I, I went to school with a guy in high school who had the only car, yeah. and he called it the Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. It, it was a silver car. My first car was a 1973 Chevy Nova that I bought, of course, used, that would not turn off. You could The keys were an accessory because you... You could take the keys out and still turn the ignition and it would turn on. And when you turned it off, with or without the keys, it would just keep running. That's and weird. I know, and I don't remember how you... I think you had to stall it. Like, and I, I, can't, I, I can't remember how you'd have to shut it off. But it's funny now to think back on it that my parents didn't really care that I was clearly in a car that was not roadworthy whatsoever. My, the youngest kid's car, his vehicle, um, my keys to my motorcycle... Oh, no. To my Victory Kingpin... <laughs> yeah. My Victory Kingpin motorcycle keys will turn on his sunfire. <laughs> well, that's handy and I'm more not than sure anything. Quite how he figured that out, but it, that is the truth. <laughs> really? Eh? But how odd is that? You can wonder sometimes. 
<laughs> well, have you never? What's he doing with my motorcycle keys? Do you, do you remember back in the day when you used to go around? It's it's changed now, but they've they've changed the technology. The technology has advanced. But the first guy on the the first day when you get your remote, uh, you know, garage door opener. Mm-hmm. And you drive around just pushing it to see what doors would open. And back in the day... No, I never did that. Yeah, if well, kids would do it just for fun. Hey, I'm talking many, many years ago. It doesn't work now, so don't do it, kids. But it was amazing how many garage doors opened. Ah, the texts uh, are coming in. My first car was a John Deere tractor. My first car was <laughs> named bleep box <laughs> yeah my first car was so crummy that if it would have caught on fire I would have said oh my oh my god my sandwich is still in there <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh. thanks for the text and just a reminder you can get a hold of us uh, through the text line at 6 30 a break here for the 3 30 news when we come back john ryerson um one of the main people behind um you know, this push to get uh, a CFL team mm-hmm. in Atlantic Canada. He has been with the Atlantic Schooners Legacy Group for for years. We'll talk to him because apparently there's a great big announcement coming up, uh, possibly this evening. Mm. Uh, we'll talk to him and find out uh, what that's all about right after this. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.